What you missed? Prime time with Clarissa Montero. Only on Money FM 89. Good afternoon. If you've just joined us, it is Coffee with Clarissa. I would be Clarissa. And my guest today, Adrian Horton, director of Ted Caster Hospitality. But today, he is talking about his mission to reduce, reuse, and refuse Singapore. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Good afternoon. Okay. You know, I used to dive. And one of the things that was very heartbreaking for me was one of the times I went to dive, we went to rescue a turtle who had uh, plastic straws in his nostrils and couldn't submerge because there was so much plastic in his insides. He, he couldn't actually submerge, and he was dying on the surface of the water. That's a very popular clip that's going around on uh, YouTube at the moment um, and Facebook with a turtle with a uh, straw in its nose. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> not in a good so way. So this is, this, uh, is not, uh, this is not uncommon? No, no, no. It's shocking. The, the, the pollution that uh, we're getting in the oceans, um, which is washing up on the beaches, is... Um, It's getting worse and worse. Um, We've got to do something about it. It's as simple as that. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you you said diving. I mean, how long ago was that? Um, That particular dive was three years ago. Right. So so I passed my paddy Mm -hmm. in Singapore about Mm -hmm. 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And just the visibility was down to two meters, which any of your listeners that are divers... Uh, it's not very, yeah. It's shocking. It's, it's absolutely yeah. shocking. And that's just the viz, let alone the pollution that's sitting on the beds and killing the corals and mm-hmm. going into the um, going into the wildlife in the oceans. Yeah. Um, and you have to understand all these plastic bags, they, 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 they estimate 500 years to break down mm-hmm. when they go into, they go into microplastics. Um, you probably would have heard of them more commonly as the little beads that people are that they're putting into the makeup and yeah, shampoo yeah. and like face cream. facial washes and things like that. <clears throat> these little micro beads that just don't break down. Yeah, and they they go into the oceans and they get eaten by the fish. Mm-hmm. And then guess who eats the fish? Well, yeah. we, we do. Um, so so you're just putting them back into your own body. It just doesn't make sense. And there's lots of different solutions uh, where individuals can do their own thing. I mean, when I started the Facebook group mm-hmm. um, just under a year ago now, um, there's a lot of comments on there saying the government have to do something um, or the supermarkets have to do something. And they do. They absolutely do have to do something about this. But it doesn't mean you can't make changes in your own life as well. But that's actually a a very um, uninvolved attitude, isn't it? It's like, oh, the government's got to do something and and which means the government legislates it, then I'll I'll follow along. But if we all actually play our part, the government doesn't have to step in because it's a social responsibility that each and every one of us feels. Absolutely. And one of the reasons I wanted to come on your show today, and again, thanks for having me, is uh, to get that point across it, it's not about, well, somebody else is going to take care of this because they're not. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've, I've met with people from Dairy Farm. Mm-hmm. They've been extremely helpful mm-hmm. and they are doing something. Yeah. I, I've emailed all the way up to the Prime Minister of Singapore's office mm-hmm. and they've put me in contact with the NEA and I've met with the NEA and, mm-hmm. and, and they're doing something about it as well. But it's got to start with the individual as well. Yes. Surely we can make the difference. We don't have to take a plastic bag when we go to the checkout. We could either take back the ones that we've already been given or you can get a bag for life. Just uh, in the lead up to World Environment Day, I actually had um, the head of communications for APB and he came on and talked about their efforts for the environment as well. And, you know, it's like 
again, it's the companies can do something, the government can do something. But if we, the individual, don't change the way we live, the way we use plastic, you know, the plastic bags from the grocery stores, or the plastic spoons and forks from from a delivery food service, then it, it doesn't help. Yeah. Um, look, I, I don't want to. I don't want to start being negative and saying this company's not doing that and that company's not doing that. I, I want to try and keep it positive. Mm-hmm. The, the the name of the Facebook group started off as Ban Plastic Bag Singapore, mm-hmm. but I changed it last month to um, reduce, reuse, and refuse. Which I think is a great name. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it wasn't my idea. Actually, we did a poll, so somebody else I came know, up with I that. I know. I saw that. But it's to positively. Um, enforce people to go out and make changes. So, for example, in the bars, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what, what, what my full-time job is mm-hmm. is running uh, F&B in Singapore. So between Molly Malone's and BQ Bar, we put a two recycling bins in there mm-hmm. for the bottle, for the empty beer bottles. Mm-hmm. In the last six months, we estimate 90,000 beer bottles have now been recycled. Before that, they were just getting thrown in the normal green green bins mm-hmm. and going to landfill or mm-hmm. incineration and then to landfill. Mm-hmm. Um, we've changed from plastic straws to paper straws. Right. Now, we've done that in both our Cafe Melba's. Uh, we've done it in Molly's and BQ. Uh, we've done it in the Bull and Burr and we've done it in... Which one am I missing? The Exchange. Okay, <laughs> the Exchange. Yes, that one. <laughs> so, we've, so we reckon we've saved combined... 150,000 plastic straws. Now, you just tell me about the turtle. Right. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that's 150,000 less straws that can get into that turtle or into the sea life. But not just that. Companies are worried it's going to cost more. Mm-hmm. And paper straws, they do cost more. Yeah. So what we do now is we only give you a straw if you ask for it. Right. So we've actually saved money by going green. Yeah. I see. Okay. Now, how many people that own bars or other businesses, hawker stores? I had a guy from a hawker store actually messaged me yesterday on Facebook mm-hmm. asking me for more details of where, where they can buy mm-hmm. all, all the products that are made out of recycled paper or cornstarch, stuff like that. Sure. Um, imagine if all those people changed. Now, you can't even buy or you can't even get given a free plastic straw mm-hmm. or a plastic bag because we've, as, as suppliers, we've made that change already. Right. We are talking to Adrian Horton, who is on a mission to reduce, reuse, refuse in Singapore. Well, what we're talking about specifically is single-use plastics in our day-to-day life. Now, I've actually started talking to people about how to save the environment, what we can do. And that was in the lead up to World Environment Day. But the reason I brought you on the show was I thought I want this conversation to keep going on, to keep getting traction so people keep getting nagged about it until it becomes second nature to refuse that single-use plastic bag, to refuse that plastic spoon from the delivery service, because now you have that choice. The two major delivery players will tell you. Don't tell, you know, tell us if you want the plastic utensils and if you don't. And I think a lot of people, my family for sure, just doesn't select it. We all have silverware at home. Why do you need plastic? Well, some people do it because they're lazy and they don't want to wash it. Um, but, but again, it's a very it's lazy. It's just absolutely lazy. So, so it is a I mean, fundamental we, mind shift for each and every one of us to make. Has to be. But look at other companies that are doing. I talked about bars earlier. Look mm. at IKEA. Mm. No plastic bags there. Yep. Uh, courts plastic bags, but biodegradable. Mm. Uh, Marathon sports. They, you have to buy one of the bag for lives, mm. and you can reuse those. Um, my wife's company. 
Horton and Goff, mm-hmm. all of the packaging, all of it is made from recycled paper. She got you a gift, actually. Oh, she did. She did bribe Well, you must tell there her thank you. Well, she didn't she, have to bribe you, me. You, You're you, already on the show. <laughs> you, you just did. She's listening. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, all of their products, it's like even all the oils that they use, mm-hmm. it, it's, it was sourced from restainable products. Mm-hmm. Uh, she actually went up to Malaysia to check the factory to make sure. Does it take effort? Yes. Does it take time? Yes. Is there a cost to that? Of course there is. But what is the cost to the environment? Um, if you look at all of our neighboring countries, Bangladesh, Cambodia, Hong Kong, India, Taiwan and our neighbours, Indonesia and Malaysia, all have at least a ban or a tax on using the plastic bags, whether it's 10 cents, 5 cents equivalent, Mm -hmm. or a complete ban. Mm -hmm. Um, I do a lot of travel up to the Philippines in Cebu. Mm -hmm. When I first went there on Saturdays, no plastic bags. It's just paper bags or the cardboard boxes that they get a lot of their stock delivered in. They give it to the uh, customers to take away. They've now started it on Wednesdays as well. They're obviously letting people know, look, soon there's mm-hmm. going to be no more plastic bags. Yep. We can do the same in Singapore. We, we can just, do we the same. We just need to educate people and okay, get them into so a here's habit. Okay, so here's a question. I mean, the majority of Singaporeans live in apartments or HDB flats. As do I. Okay. And at that point, either you have a chute in your apartment or just outside of it, and you are told to bag your refuse yep. to, and throw it away. So how do they change that? Easy. Um, another massive question that comes up on the Facebook group. Um, two ways to do it. There's going to be an amount of plastic in your life. Mm-hmm. It, it's not going to go away. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like the uh, the plastic bags that your bread come in, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. Perfect examples are you can throw your rubbish into those. Mm-hmm. I have two bins at home. One for all my recycling, mm-hmm. which is like the, the, the cans of, of Coke and cardboard and stuff like that. The other one is for waste. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that food waste... You, uh, you've, you've all got a colander or a sieve, yeah? Empty your wet food waste into there, go and have your food, get your mac come back, and then you pour that into paper, mm-hmm. wrap it in a bundle of newspaper, and you throw that down the chute. Job I done. see. All okay. biodegradable. You just need to let it dry. It, it dries and drains while you have your So leave that in the sink? Yeah, just leave it in the sink. And leave when you come back, you just yep. flip it out on the paper, Roll it up. So, again, it's just a little bit of a mind shift with the way that you've been doing things. I, I, it's not just a mind shift. It's effort. It's I set effort. my alarm clock for 3.30 two days ago, 3.30 mm-hmm. a.m. Mm-hmm. So I could just have a walk around the HDB estate where I live um, in Elias, mm-hmm. Elias Road. And I walked past the McDonald's and just past, past the shopping centers and stuff like that. And there was actually plastic cups balanced on the side of the bin. Now, why, first of all, let's talk about why it didn't get put inside the bin, mm-hmm. just laziness. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that plastic, it gets knocked off, and then the lid gets blown away. Mm-hmm. It gets blown in. We only live about 1.5 kilometers from the, from the sea, and the, the river is only about 500 meters mm-hmm. from, from where all that rubbish was. It gets blown in there. Yeah. A lot of people blame it coming from the ships or our neighboring well, not countries. Well, I'm sure. Well, we've got to take responsibility. We've got to take some of the blame ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, for every one, when you point your finger at somebody, for one finger that's pointing at you, there's, there's four pointing back at you. Right. It, it, it's mentality that's got to change, of course, but it does take effort. You've got to put the effort in. We're talking to Adrian Horton, who is on a mission to get us all to reduce our single-use plastics in our day-to-day lives. Now, 
Do you have advice to somebody who would like to make those changes, who isn't um, worried about the the extra effort that they have to put in, but they're not entirely sure how to start? Yeah, go to a beach clean. Go to a beach clean. There, there's quite a few Facebook groups, not just my own, that organize beach cleans. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go down there, you're going to meet, meet a load of like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And how many times did say, oh, there's nothing to do in Singapore. It's the same. Well, there's something finally different uh, to do. We, we organized one a couple of months ago. Um, and one of my um, partners, uh, Casey, our head chef, he, he brought his wife and uh, a couple of his kids down. Mm-hmm. And it was just something different to do on a Sunday morning. But we met a lot of people we'd never met before. And we were all, talk- we were all swapping ideas of how you can recycle, um, how you can reuse the plastics that you've been given, mm-hmm. or ultimately how you can refuse to, to use them. Okay. So beach clean is definitely a way forward. It's a good start? Great start, because, um, again, you're meeting like-minded people. Okay, I shall try that. I, I, now, beach clean to me means something slightly different because when I was in high school, it was one of the ways they used to punish the naughty kids. You were going to go off and do a beach clean if you had been bad. Really? <laughs> so hang on a minute, because I, I went to school in England, and when we got in trouble, we weren't sent to the beach for the day. <laughs> <laughs> we were sat, sent to the headmaster's office and got canes. Well, well, we you got, got sent to the beach. I got sent to the That's beach ridiculous. to pick up garbage. That wasn't pleasant. Oh, it's better than getting caned. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll take your word for it. I've never been caned. Now, for people who don't practice reducing, reusing, and refusing, um, other than the fact that really the advice is start, um, what can they do today? To change that? When you go shopping, buy a bag for life. Buy a bag for life. Ask the cashier not to double bag your carton of milk. It's fine. It's not going to go through the bottom of your bag. Um, Try and get more products into the one plastic bag. A lot of your listeners are going to be at work now and they're going to be on the way home. They're probably picking some stuff up to cook dinner. So they've probably not got a bag on them. They may go to a supermarket that doesn't have the bags for life obviously on sale mm-hmm. unfortunately not enough supermarkets are doing it um so just reduce the amount you're taking for now and next time you go take those bags with you or get in your mindset to buy a bag for life it's the best thing you can do at the side of my bag for life again it's on my facebook group mm-hmm. i put a little mark down uh, i estimate how many bags i've saved that day mm-hmm. uh, my daughter's with me uh, sat at the side of me now we went shopping yesterday and we got home and said don't forget to take them off and all down the side of that bag there must be about 250 ticks there now mm-hmm. that's how many plastic bags I've saved in how long? Um, three months that's pretty good yeah it's not bad is it? so what's next for Reduce Reuse Refuse Singapore? so we changed the name mm-hmm. um, because the other one I felt was just a little bit too aggressive yep uh, I think the supermarket chains that I'd met with previously and the uh, government agencies I met with pre- previously were a little bit standoffish. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we've changed the name. Mm-hmm. Um, we've added, I mean, um, within about three days of the name change, we added another 300 people to the Facebook group. So obviously it was the right thing to do. We're, yep. we're, we're over 5,000 people now in the group. Mm-hmm. So my next step is to... <clears throat> Reapproach uh, the NEA mm-hmm. and the supermarkets again. Mm-hmm. I have a follow-up meeting 
Um, I've already let them know of the name change and, and for them to give me feedback of what have you done since our last meeting nine months ago. Right. So then I can share it with people because what we do is we say, for example, uh, Dairy Farm Group, mm-hmm. uh, they put all the bags for life at the cashier stands and right. train their cashiers to ask people, do you want a bag for life? Mm-hmm. Now, they don't do that every time, but it's happening more often. Sure. So we jump onto the Facebook group and say, right, guys, head down to cold storage or mm-hmm. Giant because they're making an effort now. Mm-hmm. Again, we don't say don't go to this shop yep. because it's too negative. Yep. And I, I don't want to be a, an eco-terrorist. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it's all about positive enforcement. Yep. So just basically get a follow-up and, and see what they're doing. Um, then uh, we have a committee in Boat Key um, <clears throat> called Singapore River One mm-hmm. where they, they deal with all three keys um, along the river, Singapore River. These blue bins that I've got for recycling, um, I've, I've been running bars in Singapore for 22 years yes, now. Yes, yes. Um, I've, I've seen you in some of them. <laughs> um, yes, you would have. And, um, and this is, and most of the time I've been around the Boatke area. Mm-hmm. To my knowledge, these are the first two large, I'm doing hand gestures here, that's not good on radio, is it? <laughs> no. Um, the very, very large blue recycling bins. Um, they're the first two I've ever heard. Oh, we've got three, actually. We had to get another one because we, we were doing so much. We're the first bars to ever have them. Mm-hmm. So if I can get some of my colleagues that own bars along the Singapore River and obviously further, further afield. Um, I mean, what, what did, how many bottles did I say? 90,000, was it? Yeah, 90,000 bottles. That's just from two venues, Molly Malone's and BQ. Imagine what everybody else can do. Yeah. And, and the company that takes them, they don't give us any money, mm-hmm. but they, they don't recycle them in Singapore. They sell them to a recycling company in another country. You know what, mate? Fill your bits. If he can make some money out of this, that's fantastic. Right. Because then he's going to keep doing it. Right. If they're not going to make any money, it's all just going to come to a, a stop. Yeah. And we don't want that to happen. Okay. Well, on that positive note, thank you, Adrian, for coming and talking to us. I I hope you get more bars on board. And maybe I'll bring you back again soon and we can remind people again how they can get involved in themselves banning single-use plastics in their daily lives. I would love to do that. It's a date. It's a date. You're on Money FM 89.3.